0: for agility's sake. Welcome to the show, everyone. I'm Kyle Spitzley, your host. With me today is Brian Hart. How are you, Brian? I'm doing very well. Thank you for having me here, Kyle. Ah, my pleasure. So you've been... uh, So can you tell the audience a little bit about yourself? How long you've been with Amway? What's your role? What are you doing now?
1: Sure, yeah. So I've been at Amway for... Uh, I started in 1998, so a little over 20 years. I started here as an intern uh, in the R&D division, and then I've been through a number of different IT roles. uh, Starting as a web developer, I worked in our business intelligence technology, some of our back-end systems, uh, and then I've had a number of leadership roles in IT supporting different areas of the business. So currently, I'm very involved in the front-facing systems that we use that support our ABOs and their customers. And all of the technology that goes behind making just an
0: incredible experience for our ABOs
1: to build a business on.
0: Awesome. And so that's a a new role that you've taken on. I know it's pretty recent. Um, And what's it been like going through that transition, kind of coming out of the the space you were in, in kind of the corporate IT world, right, moving to um, more market focus?
1: Yeah. So I was I was involved in a role where I was helping a lot of the markets in the things that they were doing to improve the overall experience that our ABOs and customers had working with us as a company. And now I'm in a role working directly in the markets in uh, North Central and South America.
0: Okay. What's so been the most stark a little more, difference? A little more
1: direct uh, experience, I think. And, and I think also direct visibility to what's happening uh, and how you know, feedback that we're getting back from ABO. So I think that's a that's really yeah, helpful. A little
0: closer yeah. to it. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I, I felt when when I moved into the, the a market role, the, the sense of urgency went up a level mm-hmm. uh, because you're dealing directly with our ABOs and customers. So it's, it's great. I think uh, to jump right into the conversation we're talking about today, we're talking about agile and the transformation that Amway is going through, has been going through. Um, I know you've been involved, you've been an advocate of agile, and uh, you know, I hear from your team and I see you exemplify the behaviors that we're trying to get other teams to, to and other leaders to start practicing. Uh, so I want to hear kind of your opinion. Why does agility matter at all?
1: Yeah, so great, great question, because I do think that uh, some things that I've seen in the agile space sometimes are misguided mm-hmm. in the sense that they are not focused on outcomes that matter. Mm-hmm. And so to me, uh, agility and why that matters all starts with what our customers and ABOs or IBOs need. Okay, That's what matters. That's why we exist as a company. Yeah, And so those are the outcomes that we're looking for. And so to the extent that changing the way that we work or implementing some agile practices, changing the the way that we develop software products or develop anything as a company, to the extent that that matters to our ABOs and to our customers and it makes them more successful, then it matters to us. Uh, To the extent that we improve some metric around speed or some other maybe internal measure, Hmm. those things to me are not really what's at the heart of this. What's at the heart of this is being a better uh, Amway
0: that's yeah. what matters. Yeah. And so if, if we're, we're not doing Agile for
1: Agile's sake. Exactly. Right? Yeah. We're not, we're, you know, I, I think we could do that. And it's certainly an industry buzz term. And yep. to say, hey, Amway's doing Agile and we have all of these things that we're implementing. That's great. But none of it really matters if you're not making a difference, if
0: you're not improving yeah. some of the outcomes that you're, that you're after. It's got to matter to that person that's yeah. out there selling our products and yeah. managing a business. Yep. That's where it matters. Yeah. And I think this, you know, I think this...
1: You know, when you look at like the Agile Manifesto and some of the, you know, Agile um, practices that companies have adopted, uh, the ones who have been successful with it, the ones that have done well with it, have maintained that focus. Uh, you look at, um, you know, a company like Amazon and in their leadership principles as customer obsession, and yeah. they work backwards. They start with the customer and a press release of what our product will look like when it's done, mm-hmm. and they start with that in mind. And to me, those are the – it's very clearly defining the outcome up front that we're trying to achieve. That's what really matters. And so I think that, to me, is at the heart of why we're doing Agile is we're trying to improve those outcomes. We're trying to pr- produce a better experience mm-hmm. – uh, we're trying to meet expectations that we have externally in a in a completely consumerized world where mm. consumers are getting you know uh, things at a rapid pace they're getting new technology technology has really infiltrated their lives yeah. so they have different expectations so mm-hmm. we have to operate differently and that's a place where i see agile coming in is it's helping us change the way we operate but in order to improve those outcomes yeah and
0: i love that because that's what it's about going back to your first point of it's about that abo or ibo it's about getting something to them that that makes a difference in their life and in their business and whatever we do internally to be hyper focused on that that's good for everybody Mm -hmm. that's going to be good for the the person at the end of this who's selling the product or buying the product it's good for us as an organization yep um, I mean when I say organization I think about as a business that's positive um, but as individuals who work here work is better when you take out that ambiguity and confusion of what's important why are we doing it and we can be focused on the priorities Yeah exactly all right so it's clear um, and we've talked to I've talked with a lot of other people about this we tend to look at development teams and software, as the place where Agile lives and and is is best used or where it was birthed from. But I believe that we can use Agile in a lot of other places. The the principles and the mindset that you bring to the table with Agile can be applied in other places. But usually it's on the ground where somebody's building something and they're demoing it to a a user. What does it mean for a senior leader, someone at a VP level or even higher, what does it mean for them to say that we want agility? Yeah,
1: I think, To say that we want agility, to me, um, kind of generically agility, is just being able to respond quicker Mm -hmm. when things change. And I think that fits, uh, as you said, it fits in a development process. It doesn't matter if it's developing a product or an idea or software or Mm -hmm. anything else. It fits that space very well because of the level of ambiguity that exists up front. There Mm -hmm. simply isn't... Uh, in most cases when you're developing something, the fact that you have to develop it means you don't know everything up front. Mm. If you knew everything up front, you would just write it all down on paper and you'd be done. No development needed. We can't do that? Just write all the code. Just write it. If you know exactly what's needed, just go write all the code and you're done. You don't need a development process at all. Yeah. But development is a process. And again, it doesn't matter if you're developing an idea or product or software or anything else. Even a strategy. It's a process. Developing a strategy is no different. Mm. Uh, and so you don't know everything up front, and it takes iterations. You learn as you go. And being able to reincorporate those learnings into what you're developing and being able to do that quickly is ultimately what helps you deliver a better product. And to me, that's where um, you know agility and agile processes fit very well with software development, development being the key word yeah. there, because it doesn't matter what you're developing. Uh, but there's a lot of ambiguity up front. We can define some of what we need, but not all of what we need. And in the first week, we're going to learn a ton yeah. about what we need. And it wasn't defined at the start of the project or at the start of developing that product. Uh, so to me, that's where agility comes in, is it's being able to um, – the the term that I saw was uh, make mistakes faster um, – that was, a, I think, that's a term from uh, Menlo Innovations in a mm-hmm. book that I'm reading right now, and I have some team members who are reading. Uh, they said make mistakes faster, and then they misspell one of the words for uh, for the for the point. <laughs> I think they miss one of the e's in mistakes. But that's that's the point: yeah. is you, you make mistakes, you iterate, you learn. Yeah. And how do you accelerate learning when you're developing something to the front end rather than learning everything after the product is developed? Right. And I think that's where agile uh, really is kind of a sweet spot for that: is in those development. Uh, programs or in those development exercises where you don't know everything up front.
0: Yeah, that's great. So thinking, let, let's. I want to try and hone in on a specific point of, as a, a leader in the organization, as we're going through this transformation. There's some, um, some of it goes easily and smoothly, and some of it doesn't. What have you found to be the most difficult thing um, for yourself or for others that about this transformation of moving to a kind of a new way of working?
1: Yeah, I think, um, first of all, I think there may be you know, some expectation from people initially that this is a change to, way, to the way that teams work or the way that individuals work. Uh, without recognizing that there's a change in leadership behavior that's required mm. for this to work well, uh, leaders can either be supportive or disruptive in this. And uh, it does require changing leadership behavior for agile to work in an organization. If we want teams to be able to learn fast and then act fast, uh, they need to be empowered to do that. Leaders play a different role in that process maybe than in a uh, typical kind of hierarchical organization. So I I think that that's the um that, that leadership role is part of it. Obviously, teams are working differently in our Agile model, but the leadership behavior is incredibly important because that reinforces what the teams are doing, uh, and it really uh, demonstrates the empowerment that teams need to be able to act fast. We can't yeah. have uh, leaders involved in the, the decisions that teams are making on a day-to-day basis and the learnings that they're reincorporating into their next sprint or their next development cycle. Uh, so I think leaders have to play a, a, a different role in that process. Okay. Um, and I think for, uh, for all leaders, that means they have to change period. You can't stay the same. You cannot stay the same. Hmm. Uh, you have to change. You have to do things differently. You have to be working differently. You have to be supporting
0: individuals and teams differently. Right, well, so what's the first thing you would tell somebody that, okay, I know I have to change. What do I do first?
1: Yeah, I think the, um, the, for me, probably the biggest thing is uh, the way that leaders interact with teams. Um, we hire incredible people here. Yeah, We have, it, it, you know, uh, we have a, a, an incredible employee base that knows our business incredibly well, uh, has great connections with, uh, with ABO and IBO leaders outside of Amway. Uh, so we have incredible people here. And um, em- empowering people and teams, we, we extend trust to them. Uh, we empower them. We sometimes have to let go of some things as leaders. Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably the most difficult thing in in uh, kind of the scale of an organization where there has to be some structure, there's approval processes, there are uh, you know a number of different things that make up how our organization operates. Mm-hmm. Uh, we hire really good people. We have to trust them at all yes. levels of the organization. Uh, So I think that's probably the biggest thing is when we talk about trust and the speed that that brings in an organization. In Agile, we're trusting teams. We're trusting individuals on those teams. Um, We put experts on those teams. We we put people with the right skill sets to make decisions and to drive decisions on those teams. Uh, We can't undermine those decisions. Now, there's still business judgment, right? I think leaders in a lot of ways in an Agile organization, they're connectors, And so they're connecting, you know, something I heard over here with something that I'm hearing from you. Hmm. And we need to connect these things for them. So I think leaders play more of a connector role in that. But it's a very different role, I think, in the way that uh, leaders engage with teams. And that's the first thing I would look at uh, for any leader is. Uh, look at the engagements you have with teams what 's the nature of those?
0: Mm, what are you talking about? How are you interacting with them? yep yeah that's really good and I love the the idea about I have to give up some of the things that I used to hold on to or, or take care of and do myself because um, maybe I was an expert in that in the past, but as i 've moved up into a leadership role, you have to let go of some of those things and trust your team to deliver it. Mm-hmm. What I found for myself that is is probably something i 'm dealing with right now is when I give something to somebody and say, hey, can you run with this? Can you do this piece? And then they're working on it, and they bring it back, and I look at it, and I go, ah, I think it's going to do what we want it to do, but I don't like this part. And it's only a matter of personal preference. And then if I go in and start fine-tuning and tweaking some of those things just because I care, not mm-hmm. because it makes a difference to the end user, or the customer, um, that erodes some of that trust and some of that that empowerment that the team has had. And so for me, that first thing is, I might not think it's the, the best look or the best feel, but if it's going to do the thing that the ABO or customer or even employee needed, I shouldn't, I don't need to mess with it. And so that's for me, like my first kind of learning is, is a, as delegating those things, you, you let go of some of them. Yep. And even if you don't feel like it's right, you have to let go of them sometimes. Yeah. And, Unless and- it is wrong. Yeah. Which is a different case.
1: Well, and and I think maybe let's just assume that a team's doing something and you think it's completely wrong.
0: Mm.
1: Uh, Maybe letting them fail, but getting them to that failure faster. Mm. Seeing that mistake earlier. Asking questions like, you know, what input did you take on that design? What input did you take to make that decision? (laughs) Show me the the evidence that you used to go in this direction versus this direction. Uh, And then, you know, if the team comes back with good evidence and support, they may... Show you that you weren't right. Yeah, that they have the right information, that they've made the right decisions. Uh, if they're going down the wrong path, how do you get them to the point where they see that faster? Not yeah. because you told them, but because they went out and collected evidence, because they went out and interacted with your customer, and they heard it from them.
0: Yeah, not from uh, so the manager or the bo- you know, the boss telling you what to do.
1: Right. Yeah. And I think I think that that type of questioning, kind of leading people, leading teams through that. Uh, uh, shows kind of empowers them like they can go out and say yeah we think that this is the right direction to go in the right decision to make the right design to choose Um, i think probing for understanding how that decision was made is again a a maybe just a subtle shift in behavior as a leader but a significant shift in terms of how how interactions happen with teams
0: yeah that's great Okay. One more question we've got time for is the one that I want to ask now is when you look around at Amway, and I don't want you to pick on anybody or be specific, so I don't want to call anybody out. This isn't about shaming somebody. It's about. Can observe- I talk about you? Can uh, you can. Kyle? Yes, okay. you can say Kyle. Okay. If All you right. want to use me, only for. you, no one else. Okay. <laughs> Nobody else <laughs> outside game. of this room. All right. <laughs> you and me. Um, but what I do want to to hear is like as you look around and observe some of the behaviors that we see, what's the most common pitfall um, as a leader is is um, working over an agile team. And so, for example, what you described before, thinking about this as a manager of a team, how they interact with them, um, is there there something else that you see that's common that would be a a pitfall? Something that we could give advice to somebody so that they can avoid that same pitfall?
1: Yeah, I think um, probably the biggest thing that I see Uh, And I I think, you know, we we can improve on this greatly at Amway is uh, experimenting early, Hmm. Uh, building experiments early that, um, you know, we don't always have to be taking something and trying to scale it globally. We're a big company. We operate all over the world. Mm -hmm. But trying to envision something that's going to work globally or work like especially in the software space, uh, we try to tackle that problem first as opposed to running a small experiment with a
0: group of customers first. Let's do it with 100 people. Let's do it not with five, three people. million. Let's yeah. sit
1: down in a few people's living rooms, yeah. and let's talk through a concept on paper, hmm. rather than putting something on a screen. That, like, experimenting early to me yeah. is something that we have not built into our DNA yet, hmm. and I think that would be the main thing: is just getting out there, getting customer feedback early, experimenting early, um, you know, doing paper designs before we get into. Designing yeah, software, low cost.
0: How, it's, it takes less time. Yeah, accelerate and, the learning. Yeah. you get you get a ton of learning up front
1: from that. And I see us trying to solve problems on a global scale before we solve some of the problems on that very experimental scale. Yeah. And the learnings we get from that experimental scale would maybe inform how we could uh, scale something. But scaling in, um, especially in the software world today scaling is not as difficult as it once was Hmm. with cloud technology out there with the the available capacity that we don't have to build and set up scaling is not necessarily the the big issue anymore it Hmm. has been and maybe that was a primary concern for development in the past it's not as much anymore Uh, so i think experimenting early getting those learnings and and customer interaction almost immediately yeah uh, that's what i would uh, that's kind of the advice i would give Um, i think in that um, in the Agile space, our, our teams have to be shaped a little bit differently to do that. Yep. Um, you know, I don't know how many teams around here we have where we have customers sitting on the teams as team members.
0: Probably not very many.
1: I don't think very many, yeah. but uh, would there be value in that? Well, because even having, all of our teams do that.
0: Yeah, and even an access to. Um, the ABOS and ABOS yeah. like not everybody has that access. Yeah. Uh, and for the teams that do, it's extremely valuable and helps them move quickly and helps them be more effective and precise on what they're building because they're getting that feedback quickly mm-hmm. before they go build a big thing. Yeah, exactly. So experiment early. Yeah. Pull all of the learning that you possibly can very early in your development process. Awesome. Well, that's great advice. Is there anything any closing remarks you want to leave with the audience? No, I really appreciate uh the work you're doing and I appreciate
1: the opportunity to share some of my thoughts. And, uh, if anyone has follow up with me, I'm assuming you'll post some contact information for me and I'd be happy to respond to any of that. Sure. Thank if you. you're okay
0: with that, I'd be happy to. Yeah, Thank you very much, Brian. Thank you, Kyle. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review and share it with others. To learn more about Amway's agile journey, follow the hashtag #AmwayAgile on Twitter, Instagram, or LinkedIn. And if you're an employee, do that and search Amoy Agile forward slash in your browser.